Unwired. Unwired. Why would we call it unwired? We're leading to the day where we are unwired. Welcome back to Unwired. It seems like I was just here yesterday. Weren't you? Yes, I actually (laughs) was. But they don't need to know that. Welcome to Unwired, the show where we take the... No, that's the company's tagline. What is our tagline? Uh, Unwired, because we're leading to the day where we are unwired. That's right. We're leading to the day where we're unwired. We get closer. However, today I want to talk about something that's full of wires. Well, no, actually, this is a good idea. We're going to talk about lighting that is no longer wired. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. LED lighting. I can give you a long, drawn-out history. Well, the truth is I can't because LED lighting isn't a long, drawn-out thing. But we can talk about lighting. Sounds good. Yes. What would a video production be without lighting? Uh, dark. Yeah, that's right. You've heard of silent video? Well, then you'd have no video. <laughs> nah, that was corny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's try that again. You've heard of silent movies? Well, how about dark... No, forget it. Let's just move on. Okay. (laughs) So, what do you know about lighting? You need it. Yes, that's true. You know, it's one of the first things that was ever created. You know, biblically speaking, that is. So... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, lighting is important. The human eye is great at being able to distinguish between very bright and very dark. Yes. The human camera... Is not so great. Not as smart. Yeah, no, not The at machines all. are not ready to take over just yet. No, not yet. <laughs> the day is coming, but not today. So, lighting becomes important because we get used to thinking that cameras can see what our eyes can see. Right. But they can't. That's why there's this huge thing about dynamic range and the best cameras get about 15 stops of dynamic range. And what that means is... That's the difference between the darkest part of the image and the brightest part of the image that the camera can pick up detail. Okay? Okay. So that's dynamic range and that's important. So the more dynamic range a camera has, the better it can differentiate between a bright sky, like the clouds in the sky, which is usually very white, Mm -hmm. and then a dark corner of an outside, let's say a shed, that's casting a shadow. If it can capture details in that, that means the camera is great. Okay. Okay. Most people don't have $80,000 to spend on this camera that can shoot this great... Really? You don't? No, I don't. Um, I used it all. You know, I have children now, so... Each one of them (laughs) costs about, let's say, from birth to, to kicking them out the house is about, what... $250,000, $300,000 a piece. That doesn't even include college. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, because we intend to kick them out before college. That's terrible. Don't you you have some one of them going off to college next year? Yes. Next year, yes. You're kicking them out before that? Yes, indeed. You know, like you said, I need $80,000 for a camera. So the choice becomes between camera and... Anyway, moving back to lighting. (laughs) So since we don't have... The $80,000 for the camera, we have to consider cameras that are more affordable. Yes. And, you know, they come with a few drawbacks compared to the $80,000 one, right? 
Naturally. Okay. So you pay what you get for. No, you get what you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, you get what you pay for. Now, there's black magic. They usually have. Uh, I think they claim 14 stops of dynamic range mm-hmm. for their cameras. Um, Sony has a couple that are about 14. They claim 15, but most of the practical tests show about 12 to 14. False advertising. Yeah, well, you know, they push the limits. Mm. Then there's who? Canon has a couple. Panasonic has come out with a, a new set, and they all claim about 14. But the fact is, the human eye can see. You know what? I'll have that information after the break. How much the human eye, in terms of dynamic range, can see. All right. So that whole long intro was just to say lighting is important. That's right. So lighting's important. Lighting gives you the chance to not have to push your camera so much and not get all that noise um, in a dark image. Yeah. yeah, You try to improve your gain. That's like digital light, and that's not good. Mm. So that's the basis for this conversation. Okay. Now, when we were in school, what lighting did they have? Do you remember? Goodness, no. They had a set of Lowell, I think those were HMI lights. Very, very expensive. Very, very hot. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Having to wait till they cool down to pack up. Exactly. After just just (laughs) finishing an interview. Like, I'm sorry, I got to stay in your office until my light cools down. That's (laughs) right. We just sit back and chat for another 20 minutes while the lights cool down. But I remember having to go out with gloves, very thick, heavy gloves, that we can take down the equipment quickly and get out of the venue. And those were the HMI lights. Now, you know, regular house lights, tungsten lights, they came out with CFLs for video, where you had, what, four or five different bulbs in a unit to get the same amount of light out of the HMI lights. Mm Mm-hmm. The problem with that was they were very delicate bulbs. Yeah. And poisonous. <laughs> they, yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah, they sort of neglected to mention, oh, don't drop that because the, the fumes will kill you. That, that is great. <laughs> so we moved away from that lighting. Good. But the history of LED lights didn't start out that great. Oh, tell f- us the story. Well, it's not really, you know, it's not a great story. The The first set of lights didn't hold their color properly. You would say they were daylight lights, but then they would shift. You would, when you record it, you either get a green tint or a red tint to your lights. And nice. Yeah. So then you'd have to correct all of that in post, and people didn't really want to do that. No. But it has changed. It has? It has the new set of LED lights are so much better. There's um, a standard for rating them to see how well they hold their color. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that when we get back. Sounds good. Unwired. Hey, Robert, I have a great idea. I think we should do a podcast. Sounds great, Victoria, but I don't know how. You have the radio broadcasting degree. You figure it out. Well, I've never done this before, so... uh, Oh, you know what we can do? What? Let's contact Space Age Consulting. Why? 
Well, they have a podcast called Unwired, and from what I hear, it's really good. Really? And they teach people how to get into podcasting, the equipment you would need, and how to record, edit, and release your shows. And they can even help with marketing the show. Space Age Consulting, huh? Well, how do we contact them? It's very easy. You can visit them at spaceage-llc.com or go to the Unwired website, and it's unwiredthepodcast.com, and email them at contactinfo at unwiredthepodcast.com. You know what? We should get on that right away. We're leading to the day where we are unwired. Welcome back to Unwired. All right. So, we took the time to look it up. Yeah, we got 30 seconds. <laughs> and we've discovered that the human eye technically can handle 20 stops of dynamic range. I'm sorry, I just blanked out there for a second. It's 20 stops of dynamic range that the human eye can handle. So in comparison to a camera that can only do 12 or 14, it's a tremendous difference between what our eye can see and what the camera can pick up. Yeah. Which is why we have so many scopes and different you know waveform monitors histograms all sorts of things that can help us determine the proper lighting for a camera because without right. those if we just try to use our eye we think that the camera can do more than it can yeah all right so circling back to lighting i've actually started a series on spaceage-lc.com on our youtube page on lighting and space age is a sponsor Yes, Space Age is one of our sponsors here at Unwired. Imagine that. Feels good to finally say that's one of the companies (laughs) we're mentioning is a sponsor. Exactly. So now, here's the thing. Remember in... Do you remember what I told you I went back to school to learn? Lighting. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember what is the subject we covered least in school? Lighting. Yeah. This has led me to have to research everywhere I can find. YouTube, books any place I can find to, to deal with lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I attended a great uh, class at Barbizon out in um, Dulles, around Dulles Airport, mm-hmm. out in Virginia. Unfortunately, they're not a sponsor, but I'm t- talking to them about that. <laughs> so um, I attended a great free class out there for lighting. And these guys came down from Tiffin, and they showed us a couple of different lighting techniques. They brought in a guy who's been in Hollywood for 20 years. Wow. It was great. Yeah, so... So what, did you learn more f- than just three-point lighting? And- oh, yeah. <laughs> we learned about light modifiers, way to diffuse light, which is to take down the harshness of light, um, which leads me to some of the lights that I have that are right here in our studio. They're turned on right now. Yes. Wasting energy. <laughs> well, not really. We have to light the room. But I have three different lights right now in here. One is a um, one is using a tungsten bulb. Even though it's daylight, it's, it's a tungsten filtered bulb. It's like your regular house bulb, but it's set for daylight. Okay. Okay? And that's in a soft box. Then I have a soft LED light from Draycast. Yeah. And that light I've really begun to appreciate because it gives off soft light. 
And then I also have an Aperture uh, H528C LED light. It has 528 different bulbs, so it can do a generous amount of light. Okay. I'm sure the question on all your minds is, why the different lights? Oh, yeah, that is a good question. See? I knew we have you here for a great reason. <laughs> it's been a long week. Uh, yes. Should we mention that? You can get sympathy cards. No. Okay. You know, she did. There is a. I'm sorry, I can get to that later. Okay, we'll get to that right at the end. Um, lights. That's what you guys were asking about, right? Why do I have so many lights? Is that what we're talking about? That's what I heard. You're, you're right. Okay. Now that you say that, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what I heard, too. So the reason why is for different environments, for different um, purposes. There's a series that we were doing where we just needed a very soft light on uh, the human skin, on a person's face, as we were doing an interview. And um, it... The lights that I had, even with a softbox, were a bit too harsh, and they were throwing too much light at the background. We needed a very dark background. So I ended up getting the small soft light, and it worked really well. It's um, it's a great light. It, the model is it's a Draycast DRSL-R-400B. I don't know who <laughs> makes up these names, but they need to be fired. I don't know how you even remember that. Oh, Are you reading it? Yeah, I'm reading it off the back of the model. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the, the aperture, the only reason I remember it is because I've had it for a very long time. So every time I'm talking about it, I remember it's an H528C. This... Yes, it's a little bit too nerdy. I understand that. No, it's just ridiculous names. Yeah. <laughs> And, they, you know, I guess because they have a whole bunch of different lights. Um, I liked the Draycast light so much, I bought a different one as well. But it has barn doors and a couple of other things on it. Wait, wait, you say you like that one so much, you bought a different one. Yes, I liked the manufacturer. I liked oh, how it came. Okay. It comes with the power supply. It comes with a yoke, which means I can tilt it and move it around. Okay. I don't need to buy any extra parts. It comes in this nice little blue bag that's sitting right next to you. So, oh. exactly. How cute. Cute. It's not cute, it's manly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, LED lights have become great, f- especially for the productions that we do, because they're light. Yeah. They can be battery powered, so we can take them out in the field and use them without worrying about where we're going to run power to. And they're they, unwired. They're unwired, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I should have used that last. Okay, let's start that over. Let's rewind that. <laughs> All right. LED lights are great because they're light. They're mm-hmm. portable. They don't. Um, you don't have to wait for them to cool down before you can pack them up. Yeah. And they're unwired. There you go. They're unwired. See, so <sighs> that's the reason why we love them so much here. Um. Mm. They're battery-powered. All the ones I have are battery-powered by Sony batteries, which you can find anywhere. They're Sony NPF batteries. And I have a couple of different sizes. Um, Honestly, don't bother with the smallest size. It'll power the lights for like 10 minutes, and that's it. Okay. Just just go ahead and invest in the big ones. Might as well. Mm -hmm. How about we take a break? Yes, because I've been talking too much, and it's your turn to talk. Okay, we'll be right back. Bye. Unwired. 
This segment has been brought to you by Brainwave Consulting, providing networking and security consultation in West Virginia, New York, and the DMV area. That's Brainwave Consulting. BrainwaveCC.com. That's BrainwaveCC.com. When you're concerned about your network security, think about Brainwave. BrainwaveCC.com. We're leading to the day where we are unwired. Welcome back to Unwired, and we're talking about lighting. Lighting. LED lights, lights almost specific, specifically, specific, almost exclusively. We're talking about <laughs> LED lights. <laughs> Take the easier word. Yes. Yeah. Too many syllables you can mess up on. So, during, a, yeah, I do have a question for you. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. You know, there's a difference. You, we find uh, yellow lights and white lights. Mm-hmm. Your LEDs do both, don't they? Yes. I invested a little bit extra in them so that I can do bicolor. Mm-hmm. And that means they actually slide between, uh, let's say, about 5,600K and 3,200K. Okay. You're not going to ask what the K's stand for? I was expecting you to say it right after. No, that's no fun. Go ahead, ask me. What does the K stand for? <laughs> well, this the color temperature scale. No, the K doesn't stand for color. It stands for <laughs> Kelvin, <Really>? which is <laughs> which is a measure of, uh, what is it, light sensitivity, color temperature, basically. It's a Kelvin scale for color temperature. And so we pulled it up on our computer, and we can go over the range. The higher the number, the bluer the light. Mm-hmm. The lower the number, the more yellow and then red the light. So you can go, like the scale we're looking at, I pulled up just off of Google. Oh, excuse me, Bing. And this color scale is showing candle light at about 2,000 Kelvin. Wow. I don't know if my cameras can go that low. Then again, I've never tried to shoot candlelight. And then <laughs> it goes as high as... 9,000 Kelvin, which is the light in a bright blue sky. The blue light in a bright sky. Okay. Okay. So, I know my camera has gone as high as 8,000K with some of the lights that I have. Even though I thought they were rated at 6,500K, which is, you know, blue light considered daylight. Nice. And then I've seen them go as low as 3,200K, which is the light in most, like, fluorescent light. Right. Or... The light bulbs in most houses. That's considered tungsten. Tungsten is shown around, yeah, 3200K according to this scale. Mm -hmm. So if you ever were interested, um, um, white balance is very important when you're doing recording. Of course. Um, So without a proper white balance, your images are going to look incorrect. You're going to look with like tints of yellow when it's supposed to be blue or tints of blue. Now, you could also use lighting to tell a story. That's true. The tungsten lighting, the yellowish light, is more warm and friendly and loving, like a home scene. Mm -hmm. Whereas, if you're doing a prison scene, you're going to be doing more of the blue light. Because it's more cold and and solitary Mm -hmm. and lonely. Yeah. Oh, that brings us up to our story. Do you want to tell your story? Mm. Yeah, if you don't want yeah, to, we'll skip it. I will. Well, I will because she was on the post. Uh, 
to promote one of our shows once oh, that's on Instagram right. because she helped me edit that show. That's right. So a few weeks ago, I posted a picture of my guinea pig, Shubet. Shubet? Shubet. Shubet. Ah, yes. that's French for... It doesn't mean anything. It's just a cute name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was only four years old and she passed away oh. very recently. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. I am familiar with the feeling. My daughter had a, um, not a guinea pig, she had a hamster. Mm-hmm. It was The name of the hamster was Peanut Butter Buzz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she named her. Uh, and unfortunately... Um, it had been cold in her room, and we didn't realize that they sort of shut down when it's very cold. Yeah. And unfortunately, we didn't revive it in time. Aww. So, yeah, I do know how that feels. I'm sorry. The thing is, guinea pigs live until the age of eight, between oh. five and eight years old. So it was very unexpected, and she was always in great health. And it was so unexpected. Which hmm. is why we brought her as an emergency to the vet, and they're like, yeah, no, sorry, we could hospitalize her, but it might just put her under too much stress. And oh. So, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. A loss of any... Yeah, I'm not a big pet person, but the loss of anything that's close to you is um, disheartening. It does. It does hurt, so... Yeah. We feel for your loss, and I'm sure your listeners out there will feel for your loss, too. Thank you. You could always contact her and send your condolences to Unwired... Oh, contact info mm-hmm. at com. Right. And we also take questions. If you have any topics you'd like us to cover, we'd be more than happy to uh, do some research and get back to you. Yeah. And also, if you haven't seen the post I mentioned earlier, it's on Instagram. Uh, unwired the podcast just follow us there exactly. and facebook and twitter we're everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're everywhere. everywhere we're watching you yes no, and we're, we're yeah and we're unwired so we can watch you wherever we, you go that's not creepy <laughs> that's not, at all <laughs> that's not true we have better things to do with our time than watch you it's but we'd be happy if you listen to us each and every week yeah so continue to tune in And we hope to hear from you with your questions and your comments and your condolences if you send them. (laughs) And we'll be back next week. That's right. We will be talking about... Something. A new topic. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Unwired. Unwired. Why would we call it unwired? We're leading to the day where we are unwired.